everybody, welcome back to another new episode of the Balance Factor podcast. If you're new here, my name is Emily, I'm your host, and this is a show where I help you understand the complexities of human health and well-being. For today's episode, it is a solo one, so you're just going to be hearing from me, and we're going to talk about surviving the holidays and protecting your mental health during this time. Often we see Christmas as a very magical and uplifting time full of gifts and good moments, but we often will also experience a lot of stress or a lot of emotions, inability to feel like yourself during this time because there's a lot of things going on and ultimately it doesn't always look like it does in the movies. So for today, we're going to be talking about ways that you can get through the holiday season and still stay true to who you are and protect your well-being. And before we dive into today's topic, we got a couple things we got to cover. First things first, there is only two more episodes, including this one, for 2022. I'm going to be taking two weeks off, which will be good for me and you. Um, for everybody, but I will be taking two weeks off. So the week of Christmas and the following week, there will be no episodes. So just want to give you guys a heads up. Next week will be the last one and it's going to be a really important episode. Again, featuring kind of things that help you get through the holidays. I have a special guest coming on. I'm really excited about that one. So make sure you stay tuned next week for that episode. The next thing is that make sure you guys leave a rate and review for this podcast. It really helps support the show and it only takes a couple of seconds. So if you can go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening from and leave a rating and review, let me know your thoughts. I would highly, highly appreciate your feedback and it would go a very long way. And last but not least, we do have to talk about the weekly favorite. And for this week, my favorite has been, it's actually a quote kind of saying that I've never heard before and it has really resonated with me this entire week. I was at two conferences last week and at one of them, someone said this message and it really, really stuck with me. So she said, when you're saying no to things, you're actually saying yes to a bunch of other things. And just sit with that for a second and think about it. It makes so much sense. And I'm somebody that struggles with saying no. So for me, I always looked like I was disappointing so many people. But in reality, when you're saying no, you're actually saying yes to everything else that you're able to do. So if you're someone that struggles with saying no or um, put a lot of pressure on yourself, give that some thought. It really kind of put things in perspective for me. And it's honestly, it's helped me say no to a lot of things, which is great. So with that said... Um, I think it's time we dive into the actual meat of today's episode. So let's chat about surviving the holiday season. Okay, so let's chat about surviving the holidays and protecting yourself, mind and body throughout this time. We often see Christmas as a very happy time through the movies, through social media. You know, you watch the Christmas movies and it's a white Christmas and families are getting together. There's food on the table. There's so many gifts, things like that. 
But when we kind of come back to reality, away from all that, there's a lot that each of us can go through that can really affect us and bring us down. And these are things that may not even be relevant or prevalent in your life at this moment until you have those get-togethers with your family and all those emotions that were buried up inside of you come out. I think one of the biggest things people struggle with during this time is really emotions and that they're heightened. And that can come from emotions related to grief, whether you're missing somebody, or it can come with emotions throughout your family, whether there's family conflict, missing, you know, perhaps you went through a breakup, missing that other person, changes in traditions as families grow older or things change. It's a very emotional time. And it can also be emotional in the sense that it can be a very happy time. There can be a lot of joy and giving and communicating and coming together. But these emotions, what I find problematic and that I see amongst other people is that they can overwhelm us and really pull us away from our truths and ourselves. We feel these expectations to be there at these parties and be on our best behavior and we feel that we have to always be presenting ourselves in our best way and not disappoint other people. All of these things can really just make us feel like we're going a mile a minute and don't even know what our train of thought is and where we're going, which can, when you get so busy like that, it can really pull you down and make you hit a low. And there's also a bunch of other things people struggle with that no one really talks about. A big thing, especially right now with our economy, is the financial stress and self-comparison during the holidays. You know, you see people giving all these gifts, and if you're somebody that's a giver, I am a giver, that's my love language. It can be extremely challenging when your finances don't align with what you want to be able to provide for other people. And these expectations of giving people what they want when what they want is something that you're not able to provide. When that misalign occurs, there's an inner, your inner dialogue becomes very negative and conflicting because your values don't align with what you need to do to get to that end point. And so this flustering and chaos builds up inside of you And it really can lead to a lot of negative thoughts, detrimental self-comparison, things that just really pull you down. And this can especially become extremely challenging in group settings. For example, say you're going to a secret Santa gift exchange or even you're just visiting someone and you bring your gifts. And things are being passed around, you see what other people brought and it doesn't really meet up to the same value in terms of money compared to the people around you. And, you know, I've been through this experience being, you know, the youngest in a family where I'm still a student and my family is all older and everyone works. It's extremely challenging because it makes you feel like you're disappointing other people and that 
you're not able to fulfill or provide what they need or want. And that can just lead to, again, a lot of emotions. It can make you feel a certain way. Another thing we often can experience during this time with all of these group get-togethers and holiday celebrations is social anxiety. Often these times you see people that you don't normally see on a regular basis and they can be large groups, they can be small groups, but regardless of the group setting, this can bring tension and uneasiness, especially for people that are socially anxious and that experience a lot of anxiety around social contacts. It's not like you can really avoid going to holiday parties, especially if it's associated with family. You know, if your family's going, you most likely you go, especially if you're a younger adult. And so going to those get-togethers and then you get asked a bunch of questions about, you know, where are you headed after graduation? Are you seeing somebody? Are you dating? Um, all these questions, that can bring a lot of tension and anxiety and can make us feel extremely uncomfortable you know especially if you're somebody who doesn't manage well on being put on the spot and you just don't like sharing a lot about your personal life and maybe you are someone that does but regardless being in these situations where you can't really get out of it because you're in a group setting and the person in front of you is asking you when you're going to get married and you don't have an answer to that question you know all of that coming at you at once after being, you know, at home, doing your normal thing, it can make you start second guessing yourself and start thinking about a lot of things maybe you haven't thought about in the past, which again can bring those emotions back up that have been stemming underneath of you. And the last kind of thing I would say that is something we often really struggle with and maybe we don't realize it until the holidays are over is the fact that we're not in our normal everyday routine with eating, exercise, normal everyday activities, things you do for your health and well-being. The little things that you don't even really acknowledge that you're doing until you're removed out of them and you come back to them and you're like, wow, I haven't done this for two weeks and I forgot how good this makes me feel. You know, it's not even like the big things. It's just the small little things. Like you may not be sleeping in the same bed you normally sleep in every single day or you're not eating the same meals or you feel a lot of stress even around eating. That's another really big thing that people can struggle with is, you know, we go from these environments where we have a lot of control over what we're eating, what we're doing, things like that. And then we get thrown in these environments, these places where there's a lot of things coming up. There's a lot of different people's opinions. There's different foods being prepared, things like that. And if you're somebody who struggles with losing control and not being able to do the things you normally do, this can create a lot of stress and anxiety for you. And it's really puts you in an uncomfortable position where you don't feel settled in your mind and in your body. And I think another very important thing to discuss, and honestly, probably one of the most important things, this this is probably it, is the feeling of loneliness during the holidays. It doesn't matter if you're somebody who is surrounded by family or not. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not. Anybody can experience loneliness, especially during this time. 
because it really, again, brings those emotions out. It, they're heightened. There's a lot of things happening. There's triggers. There's things that can make us feel a certain way. Someone can say something. There's so many things going on. And so when we have a lot of things happening and we feel that we don't connect with our surroundings, we can really feel isolated and lonely with ourselves. And so all of these things that we can all experience during this time, and this is very unique to who you are, your circumstances, and your situation. So you may experience one thing that I've mentioned, you may experience all of them. It's really unique to your situation that you're in. But regardless, these things can cause a lot of tension and stress in our bodies, which can come out in ways that we don't even recognize until after the holidays occur. You know, when we're not eating the same that we're normally eating, we may experience stomach aches, headaches. We can see changes in our moods if someone asks us a question that maybe bring up those emotions that have been buried deep down inside of you for a long time. All of these things can really fester and present themselves in our bodies in so many different ways that we're not even aware of cognitively and our unconscious brain is not even aware of what's occurring. And so this can cause us to act in ways that we don't normally act or behave certain ways and with that can lead to a lot of disappointment and frustration a whole bunch of different things these situations can make us feel and put us really in a state mentally that is not good all around and so before we go into this holiday season I'm going to provide you some tips and tricks on ways you can prepare yourself or things that you can do in that moment that will keep you staying to who you are and keep you leveled right now I have my hands just right in line with my shoulders I'm putting them out to the side and you know I can raise my hands up and they come above my head and that's a high tension place or there's below my shoulders which is a low low place that I don't want to be in I'm gonna give you some advice that's gonna keep your head leveled and keep you calm cool and collected so let's get into it The first thing, which I think is the most important thing that we often forget about, is to give yourself timeouts. If you're in a social situation, you're with family, you're with friends, and you feel flustered, you're being bombarded with questions, you are just needing to not be in that situation anymore, give yourself a timeout. Go outside, say, you know... I just need five minutes to get some fresh air. I'm just going to take a step out or offer to go run some errands for somebody. Give yourself the opportunities or make yourself available to give yourself the time out, if that makes sense. So, you know, hopping in your parents' car and running some errands for them. That's such an easy way to just give yourself a moment to yourself to come back and catch your breath and go back into that situation Or you're in a social group and a lot of people are drinking and maybe things are just getting uneasy in the situation and you just need to take a moment. Go outside, go for a little walk. You also don't have to explain yourself. You know, we often think that everyone is thinking about us and we're kind of all selfish in that way that we always are thinking other people have us on their mind constantly. 
But in reality, most people are just thinking about themselves. As you can see there, when you're thinking about yourself, you're thinking about what other people are thinking of you. It works both ways. And so with that, when you remove yourself, often people won't even really realize. And they won't even really give it a time of day. So it's okay to take a time out. It really is okay. You're not going to disappoint anybody. And you have to remember, without taking those time outs, if you don't give yourself the ability to recharge, you actually could end up disappointing people more that way than not giving yourself the time. Because if you're not on your best behavior, you're not in the best mood, you're not in the best mental state, again, those emotions may come out. And you might do things that you may not be proud of or you may regret or just not feel good about. And now on the topic of routines. So as I've mentioned, this time is often a period where people are not in their normal everyday routines, which is great. We love a good vacation. It's so good for us to recharge, to get some rest and really just remove ourselves from everyday life. But when people are thrown out of their routines, they may not be doing the things that they need for themselves physically and mentally and allow them to be the best version of themselves. So when all of these things get thrown out of whack, it can really throw us off and make us feel uncomfortable, can give us tension in our bodies, and can just make us not be in the best mood. So, I'm going to suggest to you that you pick one thing, one thing that you do every day, whether that's you make your coffee a certain way or you go for a walk every single morning. If you, before you go to bed, you read a little bit. Something that you do every single day, not during the holiday season, I want you to try and do that as much as you can during your time on vacation. Because when we have those little ounces of things that bring us back to that neutral, normal feeling that we experience aside from these holidays, it gives us that moment to recharge and come back to our centers, come back to our truths and really calm us down both mentally and physically. It will remind your nervous system of what you do normally and keep you level-headed so when emotions get heightened in that social situation or you're anxious or you feel down, it neutralizes all those feelings and brings you back to that normal steady state. Okay, next. This one's a hard one because it can be really difficult, especially when you're in social situations. However, we have to remember less is more, especially when it comes to giving gifts. You don't need to go and buy someone Apple, AirPods, Macs, Pro, whatever they're called, to show them you love them. That you don't need to do that. As long as what you're giving somebody has thought and meaning and can be valuable to that person emotionally, it's more than enough. And if they don't accept what you're giving them, then that's their problem, not yours. If you know for yourself that what you're giving to somebody, whether that's even nothing, if that's just a kind card or something small, not even a a gift, if you know that that's more, if that's your best, then that's more than enough. You don't need to feel that you need to give and give and give. 
it's really hard during the holidays to pull yourself back from those feelings because you know other people are giving other people other things and you want to too and you don't want people to judge you for what gift you're providing push all that aside and focus on what you can do yourself to make someone feel special and feel like you given them the best thing that you can do personally you don't need to have seven different gifts for one person to make them feel special All you need is some thought, some meaning and connection to whatever you're providing to them, whether that's something or not, to show them how much you care about them and how much they mean to you. And on the topics of gifts and receiving during the holidays, this one's a hard one to comprehend, but we'll we'll break it down. Lower your expectations and set realistic standards. If you're expecting or you put up these standards of receiving these luxury gifts when you know that's not what you're actually going to receive, when you do that, it leads to a lot of disappointment. And with disappointment can come heightened tension, uneasy emotions, and make you feel really crappy. And so going into this season, these holidays coming up, When you lower your expectations, things go a lot easier. There's not as much chaos happening. There's not all of this anticipation for things that you might be thinking you're getting. And especially, there's no disappointments. And that's one thing a lot of people really struggle with during this time is the feeling of being disappointed. And that can even come not even with gifts, but when you go to a party and say somebody doesn't show up. If you set your expectations so high that you host this party and you expect that everybody's going to be there and maybe some people aren't able to come because the weather's bad or they're sick or they're just not interested. As soon as you lower those expectations, things go a lot easier and you don't feel as many heightened emotions as you normally would. So this is something that I'm still working on and I think a lot of people try and do this and it's really challenging but the more we just lower our expectations a little bit it really keeps us grounded and in that middle line of that continuum of going to that heightened emotion or down to that negative depressive state that we can often feel. The next thing I want to talk about is the fact that nobody can read your mind. We often think people can know what we're thinking even if we know that people don't know what we're thinking we often just have this preconceived idea that people know what's going on inside of us and that they understand what you're going through but often people unless you really express it verbally will not know what is going on in your brain and so kind of still going off the topic of expectations If in your mind you expect other people to know what you're feeling inside and they really don't, that can lead to a lot of conflict between you and really make you feel unheard. So I would highly recommend if you are feeling a certain way to voice your concerns and express your emotions. You'd be surprised once you start to voice how you're feeling during this time how many other people are also feeling the same way but unless you don't express it 
no one will know. And so when you once you share your emotions and share where you're at, how you're feeling, it gives people a sense and will allow them to understand maybe why you're not on your best behavior or to your best self in that moment. And maybe they'll understand better why you need to take a moment for yourself and remove yourself from the environment that you're in just to recollect your thoughts and come back to that neutral grounding position. It gives people a bit more insight and you'd be surprised really once you're able to start communicating and hear how other people are also going through the same things, how it can really just make things easier all around for both you and them. So that's something I really highly recommend and I mean there is a time and place to express your opinions and your concerns and emotions so pick your time wisely you know don't do it in a big group setting where you have 10 people around you or you have to pull someone aside or they're in the middle of a conversation and you interrupt you know use your judgment pick the right time but there's nothing wrong with sharing how you're feeling because you'll never know someone who you might be standing right beside may also be feeling the exact same way and finally my last tip for this episode, this is the, probably the most important one, is to stick to your truths and know your limits. If you know that you don't do well with staying up late or that too many social situations just drains your battery, recognize before you get into that flow of the holidays what these limits are so that you can plan and prepare ahead of time and organize things in a way that allows you to be the best version of yourself during this time. So say somebody is in a family situation and they have party after party after party and you know for yourself you're you can't do that. That's too much for you. It brings up too much anxiety. Know beforehand that you can communicate and express your concerns for other people and say, hey, you know what, I don't think I can make all of these parties. Which ones are the most important to you that I be there for um, and that the most family will be there? Or pick and choose or even go to the party for a little bit and don't stay the whole time. Know your limits, know how you feel in those situations and then problem solve figure out a solution on how you can make the most out of the situation so that you're able to feel your best be your best and with that other people will also feel them best because when we're surrounded by people that are negative it often will bring us down but when we're around people that are positive and uplifting it makes the whole environment so much better so really stick to your truths Look back at what you know you need for yourself and continue to do that. And even if you're somebody who is extremely social and you know that on the other flip of the spectrum, say too much at time by yourself at home or with your family is not good for you and that you need that social interaction with people your age, recognize that and prioritize that to make sure that's in your schedule. So make sure you know you go on that coffee walk or hang out with your friends one night during the holiday break. Whatever it is, do what you need to do for yourself, but plan ahead and think about what those limits are and what you need for yourself during the holiday break so that you can be in your best position, be your best self during that time. 
And so to wrap everything up for today, I just want you to know that regardless if you're somebody who is surrounded by an abundance of family or you're somebody who's alone on the holidays, we all struggle or face challenges during this time for the most part and that you are not alone in this process. We all go through our struggles, we all go through our challenges, but if we plan ahead, know our limits, stick to our truths, and do the things that we know we need for ourselves, we can optimize any situation and make the most of whatever our circumstances are to really put our best foot forward. So if that's giving yourself a timeout, knowing that you need breaks, sticking to your truths, taking something from your routine and implementing it into whatever setting you're in, even if you're on vacation, anything like that, by doing those little, little things, it will give you the best opportunity to make the most out of your holidays and really enjoy the time you have. Alrighty guys, so I hope this episode helps and gives you some insight on how to have the best Christmas you can. Please make sure to follow me on all my socials. Everything is at Balance Factor. You can also check out my website, balancefactor.com and make sure to follow along for some exciting new things coming in the new year because I have some fun things planned as well as don't forget to rate and review this podcast it really helps support the show and i will see you next wednesday for our last episode of the year i cannot believe it so make sure to tune in next wednesday for another new episode and i will see you next week bye guys (music)